And welcome up to Breaking the Panel, number 227. This is volume two. We've got some awesome guests and some awesome people on the show. I got Philip, ABC Keating. Hello. I got Paul, the rest of the alphabet clocks, because I don't know where I'm going to go with that joke. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Bill of Run, Jump, Stomp. I'm also here. 143 pixels, skyrocketing. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard. Uh, Yeezy wanted to option it for a clothing line. You know, 143 pixel clothing line. There. Don't grunt at me, Phil. You let me make my bad jokes, and you like it. I did, but I also have the right to have a response. No, no, no. And we've got Frank Allen of Toy Power, and you know what? He wants to apologize for his bad audio, but the fact that you're here all the way from Australia live blows my mind even to today it's, it's crazy that we can do video and audio and have it work at all yeah this is um you would think someone who works in technology would be better at this crap but um you know it is what it is happy to be here guys um looking forward to another good show yeah it's good to have you so I mean, I meant another show that's not breaking the panel. Is that, is that fair? <laughs> oh. Also, you know what? I was going to let it slide, but now I'm going to ask you, is that the room that the great Trent Cusciarelli was in when they took some pictures of toys for the great Lego Masters cover uh, article? No. No? Not, this is, no, this is not, this is okay, not good. that loser's this, toy room. This is oh, my oh, toy room. Oh. <laughs> You know, okay, I see how it is. I see how it <laughs> to, is. To be fair, they, they did actually did do some filming in here as part of his like backstory or B roll. And then it occurred to me afterwards, I'm like, they're not going to use this because I've got like stuff that is intellectual property that directly competes with Lego. Like, they're not going to want to show Transformers <laughs> and Ninja Turtles. They're not going to show any of it. So, didn't, uh, didn't they break something in your toy room though when they did that yes. B roll? Really? Yeah, one of the. Yeah, one of the producers came in and he's grabbed a figure off the shelf almost straight away. Look at this. And the one he's picked is one of those. Um, it was a Rocksteady figure that had like the old um, Rock and Sock and Robots where you press the chest and the head pops up. So he's a really quiet. Fr and that spring mechanism was really touchy. And wow. Trent, in fairness, was straight on. He's like, um, um, how about we just we put that back, you know, and he's put it back and everything was fine. Two minutes later, no one's standing anywhere near the shelf. Which figure do you reckon fell off? Oh. Smashed on the floor. Head went that way. Legs went that way. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Amazing. So no, Trent I'm felt sad. pretty bad. Uh, yeah. oh, well, good he can give story you, nonetheless. He can give you his third place runner-up ribbon to make you feel better. <laughs> so um, that he did such a great job, man. Me and my kids, what we can catch of. Uh, so people don't know, uh, one of your great co-hosts, Trent, was on uh, Lego Masters' second season for Australia. And uh, in the U.S., it is harder to get, get it. But there's clips. There's stuff you can find on YouTube. And man, he, they just, everybody there did just an amazing job. Uh, and he did, in my opinion, he, he, he should have taken second, you know? I mean, that first place win was phenomenal, but he did great. It was amazing. Yeah, so. yeah, he's uh, he's he's enjoying being a sort of uh, B grade celebrity that now has kind of like worn out after about three months after the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Bill, you are bringing the topic today, and I'm gonna let you set it up. What what is it you wanted to ask everybody and talk about tonight? All right, so uh, my family and I during the pandemic, we've been watching a lot, a lot of movies, and uh, my wife and I have been choosing 99% of the movies because we know about a bunch of movies. And, um, you know, sometimes we pick a movie that we've never seen before, or sometimes we pick a movie that we've seen 
but the kids have never seen. Yeah. You know, movies that we have a fond memory of. And um, this week we decided to watch Stephen King's It, the original Stephen King's It, like the made-for-TV thing with Harry Anderson and John Ritter and Annette O'Toole. And that movie does not hold up. That movie is a dumpster fire. (laughs) I remembered being terrified by this movie. I remember really enjoying this movie. I remember scenes from that movie, like the scene where he's in his little brother's room and the picture winks at him and he throws the thing across the room and it starts bleeding everywhere. Like I remember stuff like that so vividly and we watched this movie, which is three hours long. Uh, we watched this movie the other day, and it was just an absolute disaster. The acting was awful. The kids were okay, but the adults in this movie were really bad. Uh, and j- everything about this movie was just bad. So I was thinking, what are some movies that you guys have watched? And when you were a kid, you thought, that was a really good movie, but then you went back and you watched it again as an adult and you realized, oh my God, you are so wrong. That movie was not a good movie. I got one. All right. Frank, this is right up your alley. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Masters, <laughs> gonna say. Masters of the Universe. Uh, oh, that's yeah. not what I you thought. Know, you know what's funny is we actually did a, uh, a retrospective review of that with our good friend Davey and, on his show, DVG, and uh, despite being a big Masters fan and all the guys on our show being big Masters fans, Darren was the only one who just went, oh, no, it's still good. And in Trent and the rest of his band, we're all like, nah, man, it's, it, it's crap. Like, it, it, to, to the point, you know, Skeletor is invading this you know, earth at one point. And the only people in this suburban street uh, is just He-Man and the good... There's no one in the houses. It's quite clearly a set. You talk about acting. Dolph Lundgren, I think, had only just learned English at that point. Oh, my God. Train wreck. Yeah, just awful film like but as a kid i was like i I see he-man i see skeletor i'm good like this is good this is fine this is fine the house is on fire this is fine (laughs) uh you know it's it's a really bad movie and and it's legendarily bad like everybody who's seen it as an adult is like yeah no that movie is just awful so yeah masters of the universe is one that immediately sprang to mind for me yeah i've not seen it as an adult but i remember enjoying it when i was a kid Uh watch it again yeah no (laughs) <laughs> don't, yeah, don't ruin your memory yeah, like, he's like i don't want to ruin the memory well exactly. that's the thing like i have a lot of movies that i'm scared to rewatch because of this whole dilemma because i have very fond memories of turtles to the secret of the ooze and i don't want that taken away from me but i know i know if i do it's going to be terrible it's no i'd say don't do it overall like there's uh yeah, nah, don't do it. <laughs> that was the one with uh, Vanilla Ice doing the, the turtle rock or turtle uh, rap in the ninja middle. Ninja rap, right? thank you Go very ninja. much. Go ninja. Go ninja. Come on, there's not there's nothing wrong. And with the that whole song. building falls down on Shredder, and then he's like, oh, oh. yeah. But uh, Secrets of the Use is awesome. Yeah, I still, I still, <laughs> I still dance. You do my white so boy much dance. Conviction that. in his voice when he said that. Uh, <laughs> But you talk um, about I'll, I'll, no, you go, no, you go, Phil. Go ahead okay. from the beach. Um, go ahead, Corona. So, 
Empire Records is pretty terrible. It used to be one of my favorite movies while I was growing up. You know, it's a bunch of kids working in a record shop. Uh, the camaraderie and, and everyone having fun and the drama and everybody getting weird. And I watched it uh, about a year ago. And uh, it it was hard. It was hard to rewatch that movie. Now, look. I'll still sit through it if I come on television. Uh, the soundtrack is really good still, but it's it was painful to watch. And that's coming from somebody who knows literally every word of that movie. From front to See, back. I still love it. Like, I know it's not good, but I still love it. I, still... Oh, I, I do too, but look, I don't have that same view that I had when I was, you know, in high school or, or, or element, uh, middle school when it first came out. And... I love like all the people that are in it before their careers really took off. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Renee Zellweger and Ethan Umbry and Embry uh, and like others, like it Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Just, in it, yep. Yeah. It's that's, it's a weird enigma of a movie because it's fun, but it is not a good movie. It doesn't hold up in that regard, no. but it's so nineties. Like there was, it was the nineties of nineties that and clueless are like just different sides of the same nineties coin. In in the vein of Masters of the Universe, I'm going to give a shout out to Flash Gordon, the um, horrible and only Flash Gordon movie that has mm. come out. I read an article that sort of delved into the backstory and they literally changed their lead actor uh, about two thirds of the way through the film because story goes, he wasn't happy with the way the production was going. And it was one of these movies that probably should never have been made, literally fly by the seat of your pants. And the lead actor just they broke for i think for christmas sort of break and he just never came back um so this, 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 the filmmaker was like wow. crap what do we do uh you you've got blonde hair and muscles you're now flash gordon <laughs> sort of thing so um it's an absolutely shocking movie in terms of uh, it's got some amazing sets when you sort of think about the the time period it was in but uh wooden acting super cheesy special effects there's a, a a football scene because why not mm -hmm. um yeah it's, it's uh, i had nostalgia for it as a kid because it was sci-fi and it was cool um don't 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 go back <laughs> <laughs> uh the first one that popped in my mind was the Dolph Lundgren punisher um and that one that then that leads me to iron eagle because of Lou Gossett Oh my Jr. God, Iron Eagle! Right, it, it, it just it it doesn't relate to today. It's hard to say if it holds up because nothing like you wouldn't make the same movie today. It'd be a whole different thing. But then somebody in the chat was saying uh, Delphine Raven said ten things I hate about you has not aged well, which reminded me of Can't Hardly Wait, which oh, I loved man. that I movie loved in the nineties. Dude, yeah. man, we were just talking about this movie and how yeah. Seth Green was in it, and, yep. uh, uh -huh. um, and Seth uh, Green was in it too. <laughs> was interesting really? i didn't know that uh, um and then don what is donald fajon from from scrubs was in uh -huh. uh, yeah was in that movie? Lots, and, and paul was saying you know, all these people that you see before they, their career really took off that's a huge film for that it's got yeah. a lot of uh, actually wasn't no ethan Embry wasn't in that movie was he i, I don't he remember uh, no i might be wrong but then for whatever reason you're you talk about empire records and my brain went to Airheads. Airheads uh, was so I loved Airheads. good. But I loved it too. But it is a it is a not good it is not one of Brandon's best. I, I ain't farting on no snare drum. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Uh, 
Oh, Sipkin in, in chat says, I mean, if we're going to say things I really, really enjoyed as a kid, Star Wars Episode One, I can see now how bad it is, and it has a few great moments, but God, what Lucas did with chopping together scenes. And that's mm-hmm. where it just ends it, yeah. By the way, I was right. Ethan Embry was in Can't Hardly Wait. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Do we also think, though, there's room for like those movies that are just deliberately bad and i'm thinking all of like the the mega shark versus you know crocosaurus type movies those sci-fi <laughs> movies is there where, where do you sit on those i i, I always liked them. when i went to uh like to blockbuster to rent a movie and they would have like instead of transformers they would have transmorphers there <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, sitting there in the spot and you're like wait is, oh wait that's not the right movie netflix uh, does that now bill those do you What's get caught that? on Netflix? Does that because you like trans? Uh, I, I can't even say transformers. transformers. Would you like to watch transmogrifiers, transmorphers, morph transers? <laughs> it's like, what do you? What do you? Why Netflix? Why? And <laughs> senior search history. <laughs> uh, I, I might catch uh, some heat for this one, uh, but Flight of the Navigator. It doesn't hold up. You don't think? I haven't watched uh, it forever, I, man. It, it did not. Oh and no. That, that was a movie that I was in love with um, all the way up until about my, I think it was about four months ago when I was like, Oh damn, Danny's old enough to watch flight and navigator, man. This is going to be dope, man. I'm still a huge Paul Rubens fan. And we put it on and he was just like, uh, I I don't care daddy. And I was like, well, no, we have to watch this, but it's one of daddy's favorite movies. And by the time I got through the end of it, I didn't hold up at all for me. And now I'm scared to watch like The Last Starfighter and all these other sci-fi mm. kids films that I, that I love so much. Last Starfighter holds up. Um, when I was on uh, America's Next Top Podcaster, we had to do a movie thing, and that's the movie that we did. And so I had to buy it and watch it again, and I really enjoyed it. So that one holds up. Uh, but now I'm mad at you because when I was a kid, I adored the flight of the navigator i had that movie mm. memorized yep. and i have not seen it since i was a kid mm. uh and now i'm i'm just i can't i guess i can't watch it because i, I don't well, want to have that turn it. it just because it fell flat for me though doesn't mean that it's going to fall flat for you but yeah what if you're not distracted by a, a two-year-old little terrorist and you just you just watch it through your own kid's eyes you know like your own childhood memories you think it might hold up better uh no be- but okay. but but you also have to realize like for there's a lot of things that we watched as children that we watch now and it's just like oh man this is this is horrid but but we enjoyed it back then like do he, the the child is going through old the Super Mario Brothers Super Show and the original Legend of Zelda show and they're t- terrible oh yeah but he he loves them right and I loved them too back then but I can see this now that like how did I enjoy this is it because we didn't have anything better and we have Nintendo cartoons, but you know, the little man's obsessed with, he gave me a, well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> as we were driving home from, from, from the store the other day. And I was like, I can't even be mad at you, dude. That was a pretty good moment, dude. That, that was a good tweet you put out about that too. That was, yeah. that was awesome. Excellent. Breaking the Panel is made possible by you and other listeners just as awesome as you are. If you want to support the show and get a little something in return, just go to patreon.com slash breaking the panel because we do appreciate the help. 
Uh, what oh, about... somebody just mentioned Short Circuit. I haven't watched yeah. that since oh, I was a kid, but I, I love, love that. Short Circuit. I, yeah, oh. who's Johnny? Yeah. yeah, remember when that white guy played the Indian guy? That was cool. Yeah. So I, I was. I'm yeah. a I'm a I'm a high school teacher, and so we have overhead projectors at work. And uh, one of the English te- like most of us don't use them because they're overhead projectors. Uh, but uh, yeah. we've got this one guy who is in the English department. He's very anachronistic, which is weird because he's younger than me. Uh, but he has an overhead projector that he uses all the time, and he labeled it Johnny Five. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice reference. Uh, what about movies that you didn't like when you watched them? And somebody wants to introduce it to your kids. So in my case, is my wife's like, "Oh, the kids should watch Howard the Duck." I'm like, no, no, they should not. That's the crappiest <laughs> movie ever. Why would you? It's not that bad. Let's watch. And she finally started it without me realizing. I walked in the room. It's still so horrible. The worst part about it, kids were cracking up. She went, see? I'm like, no, you just fed my kid fucking cold ravioli off a can. What are you doing? Apparently that's popular with some people. (laughs) So if you had any kind of stuff like that? I'm going to give a shout out to the Double Dragon movie because I don't know if you've ever seen that. That is, I, I couldn't watch. I, I, I loved sort of fighting games as a kid. And so I was like, oh, Double Dragon movie. Um, don't. It's just absolutely. It's Scott, Scott Wolf is it's about the only other thing he ever did since Party of Five. Right. And it's just horrific. Um, the other one I would say don't introduce your kids to is the, the very 90s original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. <laughs> it does not hold up. I don't know if there's any Power Rangers fans out there, but. You know, stick to the newer series, watch whatever you want. Do not go and watch that movie because it's bad. So so this isn't a movie, but on that vein, like a year ago, I tried to watch the first season of Power Rangers. I wanted to watch up until Tommy shows up, you know, Green Ranger shows up. Yeah. It takes like 27 episodes. Yeah. So like I yeah, looked it up and I was like, no, I can't. And in watching those episodes, that show was so bad. Ugh. Like it is yeah. unbearably bad. And just the all the stuff shot with the American kids is the worst. So clunky. So clunky. Like, I just, there was nothing redeemable about any of it. And I was like, this is excruciating. This is sad because when I was a kid, I thought that was the best thing I had ever seen. And ninjas. No, I was like, ninjas and robots that are dinosaurs. This is the best thing that's ever been made. And now as an adult, I'm like, the swords are still cool. (laughs) Paul, I'm right there with you. Like, we were were the same age, man. Power Rangers was my jam. So, yeah, same thing. The child was like, I like Power Rangers now, Dad. Let's watch it. I was like, you're a little young, but let's do it, man. And it was just like, oh, my God, I can't do this. Let's go to a different version. Let's go to an older version of Power. A diff- They're all terrible. They're all really bad. <laughs> the only thing that changes, because I watched uh, Dragon Con two years ago. I watched Power Rangers with Charles's youngest son uh, the, the last morning, I think, that we were going to leave. Because uh, I woke up before anybody else did. And we sat there. And they, I was like, the, the bad guy creature designs are really cool, but even these later seasons are really bad. This is all bad. And he tried a couple of different ones. He's like, no, nah, I didn't really like that one. He tried the next season. I was like, this one's bad. Oh, it's all bad. It's, all, it's just <laughs> shit all the way down. And you know, it's been going yeah. for like 28 or 30 bloody seasons. Like it's somebody's yeah. watching it clearly. And now yeah. they shoot all of it down, uh, you know, at your neighbors, you know, the Kiwis, right? 
I believe. Oh, it's, is it? So it's all in New Zealand. I believe almost all of it's shot in New Zealand now. All the uh, the non-Japanese stuff that they're reusing. Yeah. The better oh, Australia. Cool. Oh my God, Charles! I just yeah. read what you wrote in chat. The uh, Pac-Man cartoon with Mesmeron. Right. <laughs> right. We thought that's the greatest thing. Oh like, my god. The ghosts would that like they were just eyeballs and then they would have to go and get new like they <laughs> yes, were just invisible get... eyeballs and they would have to go and get new clothes when <laughs> and when they got chomped by Pac-Man. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh that, that dinosaurs. Not the mama. Oh, not the mama. Not dinosaurs. the mama. That, that's yeah. actually darker than you realize. I went back and watched a couple of episodes only recently and it's it suffers from, you know, terrible audio, but some of the, the, the themes that there was one episode I saw where there was literally, they found a, a basement and some poor old dinosaur had been living, you know, 10 feet underground this whole time. And then they, they become about, you know, he kidnapped one of the, the kids and was holding him hostage. It was a hostage story. <laughs> this old herb underground. I'm like, this was meant to be a kid's, you know, cutesy Jim Henson style show. And it was, it was horrific. Didn't wasn't the final episode like the comet came? I think yeah, yeah. Oh, like, they yeah. all died. It's like the darkest shit ever. Like yeah, but that's such a dope way to end. <laughs> yeah, that is a damn <laughs> Yeah, well, still better than a uh, reboot. This suckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's. <sighs> I tried to keep my EO Simkin brought up Star Wars Episode One. I tried to keep my kids away from it, and. My wife again had different ideas and and showed them the DVDs. Why? And of course they don't know any better. They they liked it, and I tried to show them the the four, five, and six, right? And they're they're like, well, "Where's where's Anakin? Where's the robots?" I'm like, shut up, you little adopted kids! I'm gonna send you back to the orphanage. Uh, but it's it's it it is an interesting thing to see what sticks and what doesn't. One of the things I still love. To this day that I for me holds up because it wasn't like this phenomenal film to start with, but the Tenth Kingdom, uh, with John Larroquette. And it's this just this NBC miniseries that they made about Earth being the Tenth Kingdom and all the other fairy tale kingdoms are real and there's nine of them. And and I don't know, I just really enjoyed the story, and that's something I can get my kids to sit down and watch sometimes. But even going all the way back to the sixties, when Disney Plus came out, one of the first movies I watched was Herbie. Like the 1967. The Love Bug. Yeah, oh the Love Bug. God. That's it. You're right. It's not even called Herbie. It's called The Love Bug. And I'm like, I know. I grew up watching it as a kid. You know, my parents would put it on because they'd go into the theater and saw it, whatever. You know, and I grew up watching My grandparents loved it. And I'm like, man, I'm crossing my fingers because I know this stuff. And it, the kids loved it. They're like, are there any more? Even my wife, who's stupid picky about movies, is like, is there any more? And it's great when something like that hits right. You know, it hits all generations. It. You know what? We were worried that it wouldn't work, but uh, we watched Airplane with the kids uh, two weeks ago, and that movie, like, they were laughing so hard, and we were really worried that, that like, the humor would be completely lost on them, but it it, it landed really well. And how old are <laughs> the kids? What's that? How old are the kids? Um, so that would be 17 and 12. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one I'm I'm scared to revisit because I just have such fond memories of it. Never-ending story. Uh, Has anyone seen that recently? Because I it's been a know, long time. It's yeah. about to hit American Netflix uh, August first, I believe. I gotta tell you, Frank. Uh, I don't I don't know if we've watched it with the little ones because Aaron watches a lot little stuff. A lot of stuff was set too, 
But when we had just the two kids, and, and we didn't call them set one because we never have a set two, but you know them, when they're five or six, we made sure to hunt down the DVDs because we had the DVD players in the car that they could watch, and and it worked. They loved it, and I still thought it was great. It's one of those things where if you watch it with how you remember watching it, it's great. I mean, yeah, you can see that he's a, a puppet sometimes. You can see some other things that are off, but honestly, if you let yourself get lost in the story, I think it holds up. You know, especially cool. if you're introducing Good. it to somebody. Uh, I'll, I'll go out real quick and say that Ghostbusters 2 was something I was in love with when I was little, and uh, <laughs> that doesn't hold up. Here's something that I'm very, very scared to rewatch, and I, uh, I know I'm going to get screamed at, but I don't know if Back to the Future holds up. Is oh, it holds up. Shut up. Oh, oh it's so good. Wow, 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 wow. Get out of my car. Nope. I don't, I, I don't know. And I'm scared to rewatch it. Okay. So you're just saying you don't it know. It, it does. I watched it with both sets of kids. They love it. I love uh, it. The first one does. The, the second, second one, one is real weak. The and second the third one was always kind of weak. Good, but the first one is amazing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The second one was always kind of weak in my opinion, but it the was. third one was always fun. The Western was always fun. It, it worked. I didn't say I hated it. I just saw out of the three, it was the bottom of my list. Yeah, and, um, and, and the second one does hit awfully close to home these days. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hoverboards, right, Bill? Yeah, yeah oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, but with that, we are at the end of this segment. That was a good one, Bill. We appreciate you bringing that to the table. Uh, Paul, is that up? what you appreciate about him? <laughs> No, I appreciate his cameras and his lights and his pretty face. I need all of it. I just need to take your face and put it on mine, Bill. Uh, that came out creepy. All right, Paul. Did we, did we talk about Face Off? <laughs> oh, no, we did. <laughs> uh, we, the, the action movies, none of them hold up. Just if you think it was good, it didn't. It wasn't. Uh, no. Uh, so we've got <laughs> the Humble Bundle, Comics Bundle, the In Cal and More presented by Humanoids. Uh, this is a whole bunch of different comic books that you can grab you can get them digitally through humble bundle there's a dollar tier an eight dollar tier and it rounds out with a fifteen dollar tier and it helps support the hero initiative uh there's all kinds of different stuff here it's it's a little slice of uh not the usual fare it's not your usual big two you know tights and capes and all that there's a lot of interesting stuff so go check that out uh i, I I honestly, I've never heard of humanoids, but the covers seem cool. So, uh, and there's some Twilight Zone stuff here and some other stuff. So it's, it's, it looks interesting. And if, as always, if you're worried, do a little bit of research first, see what some other people have said. R slash comic books is usually a good place to see discussion on that kind of thing. So check it out and use our link and you help support the show. And we always love that support. You can help us over at patreon.com forward slash breaking the panel. Support the show, help us out. It's awesome and it's good times. And right here on twitch.tv slash GSU Media, you can subscribe, do the bits, all that jazz, and all your help matters. Uh, if you want more of Bill, check out Run, Jump, Stomp everywhere, right? You can find you know, on the website uh, at the Fox Theater instead of Amex. He's everywhere. You can check him out there. We'll be back on the podcast when you download it next and on the live recording here on Wednesday nights in just a few minutes. If you want to get in touch with Breaking the Panel, You'll find Charles at Rock God of Pod. Phil is at Imaginary Nomad. Chris is at In All Things Wisdom. And Paul can be found at Soapbox GSTU. 
If you love the show and just want to support what we do, hit us up at patreon.com slash breaking the panel and you'll help us make this thing each and every week. If you want to watch the show live each week, go to twitch.tv slash GSTU and follow us to know when we're recording. And if you're looking for more kick-ass shows like this one, go to gstu.net.